Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the TNJ Podcast. I'm Joy. And I'm Titus. Today, we're going to talk about good teacher-student relationships. And some not-so-good teacher-student relationships. So, to get us started, I'll tell y'all a little bit what a teacher-student relationship is. A teacher-student relationship is any relationship with a teacher. And I know that sounds like an epic, well, duh, moment. But I just wanted to clarify this because I don't want anyone to think of just a romantic relationship when I say relationship. Because these relationships aren't supposed to be romantic because... Ew, oh my gosh. <laughs> so a healthy relationship between a student and a teacher has to have boundaries and a conversation of consent. Yeah, totally. I'm glad you brought up consent conversations because that sounds kind of weird. In a healthy relationship, the people in this relationship have to have these consent conversations. A consent conversation is just a conversation that asks for permission for something. For example, if I was a student, the teacher would have to ask me if they could show my work to the class. Yeah, topics of conversation have to be appropriate also. In an ideal teacher-student relationship, conversation should mostly be about school and maybe a little bit of personal life, but anything too personal might lead to something uncomfortable. Boundaries also need to exist between a student and a teacher. Oh my gosh, totally. A common boundary that should exist would be one that addresses how long tutorial should be. A tutorial should definitely be at a, at a school, not at a teacher's house. <laughs> totally. Luckily, there are these rules that have been made, so the teachers and students already have that boundary without having to talk about it. Well, to go back to appropriate tutorials, an example of a healthy relationship interaction with that boundary would be me being a student saying, I need to go to tutorials because I missed the lesson yesterday. And I, as a teacher, would say, well, sure, but you can't stay too long because I need to be home by five. Like, this helps create a boundary that, like, needs to be made so everyone knows what's happening and what the expectations are. This helps eliminate questions that could become uncomfortable to ask. Like, for example, let's say I have to finish a test after school, but I don't finish by the time I need to leave because my ride might leave without me, but my teacher might not let me leave because I had to finish my test. That problem could have been easily avoided if I just told my teacher that I had to leave soon and they could have told me that I could have come to another tutorial where I could have finished my test. True, but some teachers also need to recognize that students have lives outside of school, which is an example of an unhealthy relationship. Totally. My teacher at one time said her only be a few hours of work at home, which is understandable, but was not taken in consideration, in, into consideration is that every class has a few hours of homework, and that students are in extracurriculars, and we have socialized, and we have to sleep at some point, right? <laughs> so true. Another common boundary between a teacher and their student is how the class needs to behave. Totally. Some classes have the worst students, and I mean behavior-wise. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone the worst person. This means that teachers need to talk to their students about punishments for, like, talking, being on the phone, not turning in homework, and stuff like that. This is crucial for the teacher as well as the students because having these expectations, especially in the beginning of the year, can help later when a certain student may, might be talking and when the teacher punishes them, they can't say that the teacher is being unfair because the rules have been there beforehand. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I once had this class and there was this one girl who would always talk and interrupt the whole lesson and the teacher, let's just say, didn't care if the class got derailed because he would totally let her talk and me and my friend were super annoyed because he didn't teach us the lesson because he didn't have the punishment for her. I don't know, man. That seem, doesn't seem too bad. Getting the class off track isn't that bad, is it? I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from, but what it, it got super bad because this happened every day, and it's kind of hard to do the homework when the teacher doesn't even teach you. Oh, well, that makes sense. That would stink. I guess that should have been a boundary made a while ago to avoid that. Totally. That was a very unhealthy teacher-student relationship. Speaking of an unhealthy teacher-student relationship, a really good way to have a bad relationship would, to be, would to be to seem uninterested. And this works from the teacher and student perspective. 
A bad relationship example from the student perspective would be to have a teacher who doesn't even want to teach, or at least don't act like they do, like the teacher we were talking about. Totally. And also, from the teacher perspective, I can assume that when the students are on their phones or sleeping, it looks like we don't care about their class and what they're teaching. Totally. Well, before we use up all our time, we would like to recognize our sponsor. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. We would like to give a special shout out to Coach Miller for giving us a hundred, please. We absolutely love her. And we want to give a big thanks to viewers like you. Y'all are the reason we can do this show today. See y'all next time on T&J.